0: Hello, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. It's Wednesday, December 7th. Our first big thing is soybean futures were higher in overnight trading after China said it would ease some of its anti-COVID measures after protests rocked the Asian nation. China eased some of its isolation rules for infected people and ended a requirement for testing in some public places. Protests have raged for weeks in a rare sign of dissent, with some calling for Chinese President Xi Jinping to resign. Protests are rare in China due to the severity of government crackdowns. The easing of restrictions likely will boost optimism about demand from the country, which is the world's largest importer of soybeans. China purchased 264,000 metric tons of soybeans for delivery in the current marketing year that ends on August 31st. the U.S. Department of Agriculture said yesterday. On Monday, China bought 130,000 metric tons of soybeans, the USDA said. Wheat futures also were higher in overnight trading amid ongoing concerns about drought in the U.S. Southern Plains. Little or no rain has fallen in much of the region in the past two weeks, according to data from the National Weather Service's precipitation page. About 86 percent of Kansas, the biggest producer of wheat in the U.S., was seeing drought conditions last week, according to the U.S. Drought Monitor. Almost 35 percent of the state is seeing extreme drought conditions the worst possible rating. The monitor will be updated tomorrow. Soybean futures for January delivery rose $0.05 to $14.60 and a, half cents a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade. Soymeal added $2.80 to $451.40 a short ton, while soy oil was up 32 hundredths of a cent to $0.61.94 cents a pound. Corn for March delivery fell one cent to six dollars thirty six and a quarter cents a bushel. Wheat Futures for March delivery added eight and a quarter cents to seven dollars thirty seven and a quarter cents a bushel, while Kansas City wheat was up five and a half cents to eight dollars thirty five and a half cents a bushel. Next up, family farms, small and large, composed about 98% of farms in the U.S. last year, while accounting for 83% of production, according to a report from the USDA. Small farms made up about 89% of the total in the U.S., but farmed only 45% of the land in 2021, the agency said in its America's Farms and Ranches at a Glance report. Large family farms, meanwhile, accounted for 46 percent of the value of production in the U.S. and 27 percent of agricultural land. Mid-sized farmers tended to about 18 percent of agricultural land and 18 percent of the value of production, the government said. Non-family farms accounted for only 2 percent of all farms. Although the percentage of non-family farms has remained the same from 2020 to 2021, the farm's value of production increased from 13% in 2020 to 17% of production in 2021, the USDA said. Small family farms are considered those with gross cash farm income, or GCFI, of less than $350,000 a year. Mid-sized family farms have between $350,000 and $999,999, and large-scale family farms have GCFI of $1 million or more according to the report. A farm in which operators or anybody related to them don't own at least 90% of the business is considered a non-family farm. There were just over 2 million farms of all sizes in the U.S. last year. The 31-page report illustrates that the majority of farms in the U.S. are still owned by families. U.S. farming is still overwhelmingly a family business, the USDA said. And finally, winter weather advisories have been issued for parts of central Nebraska and north central Kansas as snow and ice are expected overnight into Thursday, according to the National Weather Service. About an inch of snow is possible, but that will be accompanied by ice buildup of about a tenth of an inch, the NWS said in a report early this morning. Plan on slippery road conditions, the agency said. The hazardous conditions will likely impact area Roadways for much, if not all, of the day Thursday. Further south in southern Oklahoma and north Texas, storms are possible this evening into early tomorrow morning. Flooding is possible in low lying areas and on land with poor drainage, the NWS said. The storms will continue into the weekend, though severe weather isn't expected at this time. Thanks for listening.